All right, guys, welcome to the Fit Beat Report podcast. I'm your host, Christina. So today we have a special guest here in the house, and I'm really excited to have Susie Jaramillo here. She is a wonderful person, um, Emmy-nominated director, and she also has just came out with her NFTs. And this is really exciting. We are in exciting times for NFTs, but I want to learn a little bit more about the project and how Encantos came to be. And then also too, you can share about Canticos. So that would be great. So Cece, thank you so much for being here. Please tell us more about Encantos. Bueno, first I want to thank you, Christina, for just being such a leader in this space and for welcoming us and for welcoming Encantos and supporting women and Latinas and NFTs. Um, so I'm, I'm an artist, that's my background, and um, I really felt strongly about kind of the lack of representation in children's media um, for us as Latinos and our culture. Like when I started to have my children and there was really nothing um, around um, that would help me raise kids who were proud of who they were in terms of being Latino and celebrated our songs and our culture and would really make Spanish not a chore, make Spanish something kids would love, right? And so I got together with another, I'm, I'm from Venezuela, by the way, I'm from Venezuela. My mom is like half Ecuadorian, half Irish, but I grew up, like I spent a lot of formative years in Venezuela. And then my husband is Colombiano, my, um, and my business partners, él es salvadoreño, okay, perdón, de República Dominicana. And he's married to a woman who's from El Salvador. So we're like pequeñas naciones unidas latinas, right? And we got together to create a company that could re create um, content inspired by culture that would help kids learn, right? And that company turned into a tech company that would bring creators around the world to help kids learn. And I'll tell you more about that. But first, some ancient history. So we started with our first brand, Canticos. Um, and Canticos started off as a book series, a bilingual book series. And, and you can still, you can, we put over 30 books into the world now and you can get them at encantosworld.com. And then it turned into an animated series and it got picked up by Nickelodeon and it ran for a few years there. And then it's also, we've built up a huge following on YouTube. So you can see our Canticos videos in English and Spanish on YouTube, and you can see them on Amazon Prime and download. And then of course, there's our app, our Canticos app. And so we have two apps in the world. Um, one is Canticos, and it's all about um, bilingual learning for the really, really little kids. And then we have our Encantos app, which is free. And all of our Canticos content is on there. So again, if you want to take our videos on the go, our books or all of our music, even if you just want to play the music, um, Encantos is the way to go. So I, I encourage you to go to EncantosWorld.com and check out our free Encantos app. And so as we did this journey, we, we put out our, our first um, our first property, Encanticos, um, which was all about bilingual learning. And then we put out Tiny Travelers, which was designed to help kids become citizens of the world because we thought it was really important for you know children to fall in love with cultures. Entonces hicimos que si México, India, uh, Puerto Rico, China, <laughs> um, you know, Haiti, Nigeria, France. We really wanted to celebrate all the different countries because we felt like the usual suspects always get celebrated. And yet there are so many fascinating cultures out there, you know, Japan, right? So we did that. And then a lot of creators started coming to us saying like, hey, I have a book idea or I have a, another, a property idea to help kids learn. I'm into mindfulness. Um, I'm into, you know, the environment, environmental literacy. And we were like, wow, there's so many wonderful, talented creators out there. And creators are, are truly like educators with superpowers. 
when they have a vocation to help kids learn, right? Because what they put out into the world is so much more fun than oftentimes what kids get in the classroom. And, you know, this is the 21st century. We can take this into a text place and gamify it, right? So that learning is story-based, learning is gaming, learning is just all of these different wonderful um, things that inspire kids so that they're having fun while they're learning. Um, and so we decided uh, to jump in and create a tech platform, a creator platform that would harness the powers of creators from around the world to help kids learn 21st century skills. And so just a, a quick side note on 21st century skills, right? So what are they? Um, so a couple of years ago, the World Economic Forum put out a report that said that the kids, the, the skills that kids needed to have to be successful adults in the future were not the skills traditionally taught in school, right? It's not about following instructions. It's not about being the best speller in the world, even though spelling is important. It's not about be, knowing how to run the best calculations because computer do those really, computers do those really well, right? It's about learning literacy and life skills. So life skills are skills like leadership, communication, um, resilience, grit, right? All of these optimism. Optimism is a 21st century skill. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, right. Yeah. All of these <laughs> super important skills. And then life skills, I'm sorry, learning skills like critical thinking, creative thinking, collaboration, right? Because when you think about it, these kids are going to have to solve problems that we can't even imagine. You know, they're going to be working jobs that don't exist right now. So it's just really, and, and they're also going to be working in a world that's really dominated by, by AI. That's like, cause you know, anything that can be automated will be automated. It's really important that us as Latinos, that we understand that, right? A lot of sort of blue collar jobs that can be automated will be automated. So it's really important that our kids have skills that robots don't have, right? And then literacy skills, but not traditional. Sure, they need to know their ABCs and they need to know how to read but they need environmental literacy so they can be conscientious citizens. Civics, so that they can be active participa participants in our democracy, right? So there's just all these different types of literacy, financial literacy, you know, so that they take care of their pennies and take care of their dollars, just all of these things that aren't traditionally taught in school. So this is, these, this is the platform that we're creating. And then, oh my gosh, Web3 happened. <laughs> it's almost like the technology caught up with our vision. And so now it was like, oh, wait, like all of these creators out there that have day jobs, right? And that can't find a way to get their visions funded. They can put out their visions into the world of NFT and they can say, hey, look, parents and investors from around the world, this is my story world. These are the characters. This is the artwork I want to create. And I want to help kids learn this, right? Invest in me. Because one, I'm super talented and I have beautiful stuff that I'm going to put into the world, but also because I have a vision, I have a roadmap, right? I am going to be putting things into the world that are going to create smarter kids, right? Create more that hopefully will lead to being better adults, <laughs> the adults that the world needs. And so that's what we're doing. We're creating a creator platform that will help uh, bring creators to inspire kids to learn. And we're going to launch every creator in the NFT space. So it's exciting times. Awesome. Okay. So you're going to help every creator. So the creator comes in and how are they going to be a part of the NFT or the Encantos? How are you guys launching them into the space? So creators come in with a vision and honestly, we're, we're doing, we're starting with me, right? I'm the, I'm our first creator and I'm the big experiment. I'm the guinea pig. 
<laughs> so happy to be the guinea pig. So we're, um, we're basically, we'll take one of their characters or maybe a collection of their characters and we'll put them into our NFT platform and we will launch them, we will promote them and we will ensure that they succeed. And we will help them create a community of a fan base that believes in the things that they believe in. And I'll just give you some examples. Like one of our creator, one of our creators um, really is passionate about environmental literacy and she's created a world where the main characters are microbes, right? And so you're seeing the world from a point of view of these characters that are microbes and how these little things affect their world. And so wait till you see her art as these microbes that come into the NFT space, right? So that's one creator. We have another creator who is really passionate about um, black history, right? And icons and women's voices and not the usual icons that you hear about a lot, but more the ones that don't get celebrated as much and their voices and their wisdom. And so we're creating a collection with her that really celebrates, um, you know, the voices of black women and just all of their wisdom, right? And so we'll be releasing her collection um, and then we have, you know, some celebrities that we're working with, um, Eugenio Derbez, de pronto lo conocen, <laughs> right? Um, who really wants to help kids learn STEM, believe it or not. He just likes the idea of problem solving and sort of our Latino um, sort of necessity is the mother of invention spirit, right? And so with him, we're coming up with a property that's kind of all about STEM, um, where kids are solving problems in practical ways and getting into all kinds of trouble because that's what makes it fun, right? Um, but um, it's also going to start with a beautiful connection, collection of NFTs. Yes, y vamos. Nice. So how can people um, join you or how can people learn about this and wanting if they want more information about it? Absolutely. So first, they can go to our Encantos website. We have a submissions form. And so in that submissions form, you could just say, like, this is our vision. This is what I have made so far. What I really want are talented individuals that come to me with a project that they're already working on. Please don't just come to me with an idea. Everybody has ideas. <laughs> Everybody, right? So what makes the difference between a person with an idea and a person that's going to make something happen is somebody that's already investing in their idea. Somebody that's put their vision on paper that has developed something and really is committed to seeing it through. Absolutely. So I want to take you back, Susie, and I want to take mm -hmm. you back to the days when you first started. And what was like your inspiration or desire to want to create and bring these type of projects into the world? So, you know, um, as an artist, I've always, you know, I'm, I'm a child, a product of like, I, I grew up in Florida, a chunk of my life. So Disney World was like, or I was all the time. And I was like, I don't have anything that's in. <laughs> I, was like, I always wondered, you know? And then when I went to live in Venezuela, like my cousins and my family just surrounded me with all of these wonderful nursery rhymes and, and all of this culture. And I was like, wow, people don't know us in the United States. They just don't know who we are, yeah. right? Oh, it's so yeah. <laughs> they just don't get it right and so um and then I, for a long period of time I worked in the advertising industry right where I was building brands um building corporate brands um explaining to corporate America who we are and leveraging culture to be, bring these beautiful advertising campaigns to life and every single day I would go in and I would sell this you know Latino opportunity so get this one out of every three kids in this United States under the age of 10 is Latino. In the southwestern part of the United States, right, which is like Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, California, it's one out of two. O sea, imagínate. 
When you think about Spanish speakers, the United States is the second country with the most Spanish speakers in the world. Wow. There are more Latinos here than there are Canadians living in Canada. If the U.S. Hispanic market was a country, we would have the ninth largest purchasing power in the world. Do you see how powerful we are? And yet, how are we reflected in media? We are drug dealers. We are maids. We are thugs. That is our representation. That is a problem. It's right? a huge problem. And I think that none of the actual artists, like, are able to find any type of jobs without that representation or role because those are the roles that are made for us. Like, uh, for for example, um, there's a new drug cocaine movie that came out with Carol Jean. Like, she couldn't play any other role. Like, you couldn't you couldn't say no to that role and play a different that's role. Right. And that's, that's right. And that's the thing that happens that we continue to keep this narrative. No, that but that that we're drug lords that that's all we are because that's all we portray or, or we're super sexy 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 it's like i watch ozark and it kills me it's such a good show but every latino in it is a drug dealer it's like damn jason bateman come on yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and honestly ted lasso the same thing it's like you've got the one latino character who is mexican could you give him some dimension you know and it's just sort of like what what's going on is we're not behind the camera right we're not behind the camera. We need to bet on ourselves and take risks and start writing our own stories, right? And so that's part of what I what I what I chose to do. I was like, no, nah, screw that. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna make this happen before I get old and bitter that I didn't do it, right? So I'm an artist. I know how to draw. I love I love painting. I, I'm a creative director. I know how to build brand. I know how to direct teams. I love our culture so so much, and I want to bring it to life the way I think it should be brought to life so that everybody else can love it too. And that was the genesis behind, you know, Canticos and Los Pollitos, como nuestros personajes principales, ¿no? Y que sean, que sean lindos, que sean preciosos, que sean personajes that everybody can fall in love with because, you know, at the end of our idea, our children are our pollitos, right? And we want them to love our culture and we want them to love who we are. So drawing that inspiration of, let me create a world every bit as wonderful as anything that Disney created. Right? right, with fabulous music that wasn't generic Latino, but was Cuban song, bachata, vals mexicano, you know, just all kinds of merengue, salsa. Like if you listen to the Canticos music, you'll see every single one of those genres baked into all the different songs, right? And, and we work with fabulous artists. Our, our musicians, um, Champi Benedides, um, plays with Natalia Lafourcadas and tours with her. And Mauricio Arcas from Los Amigos Invisibles also makes music for us. So we're working with uber-talented musicians to bring non-annoying music <laughs> to the children's world space <laughs> and to really elevate our culture. And, and, and we are proud that, you know, we've beat out Disney and Sesame Street twice in Kids Green and that we are Emmy-nominated. So all of that is like, makes us think that we're doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is needed in the world. Like I know when I was growing up as a kid, I struggled with finding my identity as mm -hmm. a Latina woman because I didn't yeah. believe that I was just a sex symbol or I didn't believe that, you know, none of us were smart. And so it was really, really difficult growing up as a kid. And I don't think that it's just been my 
you know, um, struggle. I think it's probably been all of our struggle. Yep. But we've also learned how to identify ourselves as Americans, but then also mm-hmm. like our culture plays a huge role into who we are. And I think for a long time, that was meant to suppress us, um, right. you know, because there was a time in the past where speaking Spanish was bad. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of the grandmothers didn't speak it. They lost it and they just didn't mm-hmm. want each other to speak it. Mm-hmm. I was raised by an immigrant mother. So my mother spoke nothing but Spanish. Um, I actually in kindergarten had an English speaking teacher and a Spanish speaking teacher. So that's how my Spanish, my English was really good. And it's very elegant, mm-hmm. but you know, I always want my kids to continue to learn Spanish. And I feel like now fast forward, man, I really feel like now we are in a time where we are trying to accept our culture, our mm-hmm. Latinades, um, be proud of it, support, mm-hmm. and really showcase a different narrative than what we are regularly portrayed as. And I think and here's the here's the here's the truth, Christina. Um, the first languages spoken in this country were those of the Native Americans who were basically here before every, anybody else. The second people here were the Spanish. Spanish was spoken in this country before English. The southern half of the United States was colonized by Spain before the pilgrims got here, okay? I was just in Texas at the Alamo. Do you know how old the Alamo is? <laughs> I want to say three to 400 years. It's, it's one of those two, right? If you go to St. Augustine in Florida, you will find the oldest continuously occupied city in the United States. St. Augustine was colonized by the Spanish in 1600. Hello, our history is not taught. Right? I will change that. <laughs> that. But we need to know that we are a fundamental part of this American tapestry. We have always been here making things richer, you know? And so honestly, I, it, though I feel like Americans who are truly, truly American get that and know us and love us just like they enjoy Italian American culture or Irish American culture or African American culture, right? Because America is made up of, of uh, well, I was going to say ignorance, but let's not say that. Im- immigrants. <laughs> Uh, the United States, this United States is built by immigrants and it's what makes us great, right? Because I, I truly believe that immigrants are a particularly unique, hardworking um, class of people that actually over-index on the life skills, grit, resilience, optimism, perseverance that actually makes somebody successful, right? So it's in our DNA and all of this needs to be celebrated. Absolutely. And I love how you're bringing this to, um, you know, children, because I feel like children are Mm -hmm. nature. And then not only that, children catch on really easily, like most people don't realize. And that's what's wonderful about this, that, you know, back then, I wish there would have been more books for myself, or just Mm -hmm. like, you know, for us growing up, there wasn't like, you know, at all, the literature was all American. I mean, the literature was, you know, brought up, with stories that are told from a racist perspective. Yeah. Um, and then like, you know, you're Latino, you're Latina, mm-hmm. you're growing up and you're reading this and you're like, okay, something just doesn't sit well with my spirit <laughs> about the story. Yeah. And, you know, Huckleberry Finn was one of them, but you are made to read that 
in, in at high school. And it's part of the literature prerequisites for school. And yeah. that is, is just really sad because honestly, it doesn't teach us anything but the history of racism of yeah. that, that it was in it. Yeah. Um, but now like I, I'm like, so like excited about your project, getting behind your mission and, and also, you know, getting my NFT with the Canticos just for the mm -hmm. representation that it brings and um, right. being able to have it in my wallet and be able to show, share this with my children. Cause ultimately like, that's what the blockchain is too. Like whatever okay. you in your, in your wallet, like you will be able to also leave that for your children or leave that for your legacies. And that's, what's so cool about the blockchain too. So, yes. And I think that I would look at, so Encantos is a tech company with a, with a, with a creative heart, with, with a, with a, with a un corazón de, de creatividad and in uh, an, an artistic soul that most tech companies don't have. So I like to think that if Disney were to reinvent themselves and be born again, they might be a tech company, right? Because they they existed back when, the, the, when they started, there was no tech. And so they weren't thinking of using technology to bring art to life. We are, and we have a team of artists on staff. And you guys are using the difference between you and Disney. Like for those who don't know how the, the difference is the tech company, are you talking about a website, an app, or how is it different? And why would Disney? That's such a great. That's such a great question, Christina. Thank you for asking it. So Disney ultimately is a media company, right? So they um, produce their own IP. They hire, you know, just a, a bunch of. Uh, they buy properties or they hire artists, and they produce, you know, wonderful IP for for its time. Honestly, I'm not going to knock Disney because Disney puts out great work and they they hold the standard. Um, at the same time, though, they do own everything and they're not necessarily empowering creators from around the world to own their own IP and reap the, the financial rewards from developing their own IP. Right. And a lot of studios do that. It's very seldom when a studio will actually let you reap the benefits of developing your own IP. We are different. We are developing our, um, our, our creative as a tech platform and we have our Encantos originals. So Canticos, for example, is an Encantos original. Skeletina in the in-between world, which is all about um, a, a little girl who exists in the world of nightmares. She exists in the in-between world and she helps children deal with their nightmares. It's a book that I illustrated and created. It's coming out in June. That is an Encantos original because myself as a, as a co-founder of Encantos, I'm bringing it to life. That said, there are plenty of other creators that are coming to, pl to the platform that are developing their own creative and we're just supporting them. We are just the tech platform that supports them and enables them to bring their creative story to life, right? So we are the tech enabler of creators from around the world that want to bring their stories to life. And that is the difference between us and say a Disney, right? So we curate, we handpick, and as part of our tech platform, we will have a website which connects parents with creators. We have an app, which is a very curated garden that is designed to have play experience for children. It will be ad-free and it will be heavily curated and vetted by us before anything gets into the app. And then we have the blockchain where creators will be getting, will be putting NFTs out into the world and putting their roadmaps and their visions to get parents to back them and believe in them. And so we're giving parents a vote on what gets made and what gets put out into the world as opposed to just studio executives. Wow, and that's a huge demographic, like huge change in dynamics. That's right. 
going from executive to parents, um, giving the people the power. And that's the awesome thing about blockchain as well, is that the yep. power goes to the people. And that's where Disney needs to, you know, catch up before it gets left behind. Um, you know, but I'm sure that they'll be late to the game because I'm surprised they're not there already. They they have hired a team. They'll get there eventually. And we're glad that we're there first. <laughs> yes, I know. Me too. I'm so glad you guys are here. Yeah, we're, we're there first. And honestly, if you purchase a Canticos NFT, it's like purchasing a Mickey Mouse. Like you're getting the very first NFTs that we put into the world. And they're always going to be our most valuable NFTs. So I, I, you know, I think you're getting super smart. It's like buying Disney cells of the first movies. You know what I mean? So our Canticos NFTs will probably the most, be the most valuable ones we ever, we ever mint. And, but we will be minting more in the future with different properties. Yeah, this yeah. is amazing. And tell me, Canticos was your idea. Do you also did, okay. So we know you, you're the artist and you create, but how about like the storytelling? Do you also write the, the story itself? So for Canticos, it, Canticos is inspired by nursery rhymes. Um, and so I, I, um, I am the lyricist that writes a lot of the songs in, Engl in, in English because. Never. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and I write a lot of the original songs. So I, I, they, they, in, in the office, they, they joke and they call me Dr. Susie because I, I, re I like to rhyme so much. It, it comes very naturally to me. Um, so I, I am a writer as well as an artist. I, I do straddle those both words, worlds and I supervise all of the script writing that comes up in, in Encantos. So um, I, I am one of those talents that straddles the word be, worlds be of, you know, art and story, right? And I care deeply about story and about everything being really fun for kids. And on the Cantico side, I was the director of bringing everything to life. And I worked with writers and other talents and other artists, obviamente, porque yo no me puse a pintar todo, to bring everything to life. Um, and so you could see me as, you know, I'm, I'm the chief story officer, the chief creative officer. I, I orchestrate the creative and I, I nurture talents. So a, I feel like a gift that I have is nurturing other people's gifts and other people's talents. Oh, that's amazing. And I mean, we need that. like without people really knowing how to um, bring out the what's already inside of them to make mm -hmm. them like, mm -hmm. much more better. I feel like we need that. Like there's so much necessary that's necessary and especially now with this with this space like for you to not only say hey we are a tech company this is the products that we bring out for kids to learn spanish and english but then mm -hmm. we're also minting our nfts do you want to create your character and also mint them on our platform that's also very big and that's something exactly. like a lot of people are like a lot of companies want to do that like you said Disney wants to own everything. You, on the other hand, are not owning everything. So when they come to you, Susie, what besides in a, besides their project, what else would they have to bring when they like reach out to you? So I I prefer creators that well, one you 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 have a vision to teach kids something. You have you want to really truly help kids, right? And you don't have to be a teacher. You don't have to have an, a master's in education at all. In fact, we'll help you with that part because part of what we want to do is inform creators and inform creatives of, of ways that they can reach children and and lots of times things that you intuitively want to teach happen to be 21st century skills right so providing you with that support um so i like to see a vision of someone that truly wants to help kids 
I want to see someone who's coming to me with something different than what we're already doing. <laughs> right. So we're, we're already doing the, you know, the nursery rhyme thing and the song thing. And we're already doing, you know, getting to know the countries and cultures of the world, but there's array of other things out there that you can bring. And, um, I just want to see somebody who's willing to roll up their sleeves and do the work because there is work on your end that's involved that because this is IP that you will own. And so you are investing in yourself. What we provide is the platform and the visibility. You have to provide the talent and the perseverance to get the project made. Oh my goodness. That is so great. I feel like we need more representation also to Latino, Latino creators, mm -hmm. um, definitely bringing them out, their work out into the world. There's so many beautiful stories that Latinos need to share. Um, there's a lot of things that only a Latino, Latina, our culture would understand um, how abuelitas are a very, very big part of, you know, who we are. Mm -hmm. And not only that, I feel like we all have the most similar stories of the backgrounds that we come with from. And so mm -hmm. I, I believe that it's like time now to really showcase those stories is like that is part of the American culture. Like that is part of who we are. It's not just, you know, something that we need to be like, oh, you know, um, this is sad. We're not a sad story. We're a triumphant story. We're an overcoming story. We're a courageous story. And I think that those stories need to be shared as well. We're joyful. I, that's one of the things that I love the most about our culture is how optimistic we are. And I feel that we're really funny. We're, our, the, the best parties are Latino. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, that's not even in question, right? We have a really, really wonderful culture. And um, those that get to know us know this, right? And so, I mean, look, um, we, are, we just really want to reinforce and support those creators that um, are leveraging their culture to teach X, Y, or Z and create something to where they can bring their, they can connect with their, with parents because there's a ton of parents around the world who are all looking for ways to make their kids smarter, right? Ways to, um, to inspire their kids to learn in, in a way that the kids won't resist, right? And so to those creative people out there who have ideas to entrance children <laughs> with projects that will make them smile and, and, and bring them joy and also help them learn, we are your home. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I, I, so guys, um, I, you heard it here first on the Fitbit report. Mm -hmm. If you are a creator out there, if you're a Latino mm -hmm. creator out there, you are just a creator in general who wants to put your story out into the world and you want to share which you want children to learn and you want to inspire children, then please look for Encantos. Susie, tell them mm -hmm. where they can find you and um, where they can connect with you. Definitely. So you can, you can find us at EncantosWorld.com. I encourage you to jump, download the app and it's free. There's no risk to you. And, and check it out because that's how you can see how the stories come to life once they're in the app. Um, and then our submissions page, if you go to encantos.com slash submit, you'll see how our little, a little, it's a short little application process for, for story teachers. And then bear with us because we're right now bringing to life our web platform. It's still in alpha stage where we're connecting the story teachers with, um, with uh, parents. And then go to Twitter and follow Canticos NFT. 
So if you follow Cantico's NFT, you'll see all the traction that's happening around the, our NFT um, platform. And you can see how you can get involved and how you can get one of those super, um, I think that the, the pre-sale is happening right now. Those super limited edition um, Cantico's NFTs. And you can also follow Encantos on Twitter. Um, and in Encantos, you'll see just all the news that's going on on a regular basis as to what we're doing. And so any announcements that we make via vis-a-vis -vis creator platforms will happen on our, on our Twitter channel. You can also follow me, SSU Jaramillo, and say hi. <laughs> um, I answer every tweet that I get, um, every DM. So I'm just there and my bell is ringing. Um, <laughs> and, and nada, I'm, I just, we really believe in transformational change and disrupting the stale industries that have been holding us back and that have been working against creators. We want to empower parents to bring education to life in the living room, not just in the classroom so that learning can happen all day long. And we're here to empower diverse communities. And it's, it's not just Latino, it's, it's everybody, right? Because we all need our stories to be told. Yes, and also tell me about your Discord. Ah, yes. So you can find the Discord link in the Twitter chat in, in, in the Cantico's NFT. Thank you for asking. And by the way, our Discord rocks. Our mod, Jen McJen, is just the bomb. She gets everybody. And there's a few mods in there. Any question you have, any, any trouble you have, they're incredibly, incredibly responsive. So by all means, the link to the Discord is in our Cantico's NFT Twitter handle. So what's going on in the Discord? What can we expect in the Discord? <laughs> so right now it's a, a lot of pre-sales happening. Our 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 pre our public mint is Monday and our pre-sale is happening right now and there will be giveaways as well. So if you get in early, you get the giveaways that are happening later. So just get into the Discord and see what's going on. Awesome. So you guys can look for the Discord. You have to download the app, you have to sign up and tell and then you just go to Twitter space, look for Canticos NFT, mm -hmm. and then just join through there. You guys don't want to miss this pre-sale. Um, it's going to be really good. So thank you so much, Susie, for just spending some time with me today, sharing with me your um, projects, your creativity, and just sharing what you guys are doing out in the space. It's an honor. It's been so great just getting to know you, meet you, and to see you guys, what y'all are doing, and just what the representation, like how you are spreading the message for Spanish and English. It's so huge. It's so needed. It's, I'm so thankful that you're here. I mean, like, I'm glad because when I have kids, like, definitely Ganticos is what they're going to have. And I just know some of my friends are already Gantico fans. So it makes it even more special. So it's really, truly awesome to, you know, be able to meet you and, like, speak with you here. So thank you so much for being here. My pleasure, Christina. When you have kids, I got you covered. Ah, <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. Peace and love. Bye. Ciao. Oh, my God.